0: Welcome everybody. Welcome to another episode of Can We Talk? Uh, I got Shana here with me today. How's it going?
2: Everything's going. It's it's cold. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of snow. It
0: is cold. It is cold. Another day in Detroit. Um, Eric is um uh, gone today. He's uh he's attending a funeral of a departed relative. send our
2: love and light to Eric today.
0: We, we send our condolences. So uh, you were telling me you watched the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't care about that stuff. But uh, what's been going on for the past two weeks since we saw each other?
2: Super Bowl. I finally saw Paddington, too.
0: (laughs) And you thought, hold up. (laughs) up, Give your review because this is hilarious to me.
2: What's so funny about it? Like, I I took my daughter and I just I remember when I went to see when I went to see Creed Uh and I was out on a date. And the guy was like, Oh, what'd you think? And I told him what I thought about it. I'm like, Well, why do you have to be a side baby? Why blah blah blah? He was like, like, you're you're too woke to enjoy things. And I was I like, think... he doesn't know what he's talking about. But then when I was watching Pannington, I'm like, all this baking and singing and dancing in
0: prison, I'm just See <laughs> So you thought <laughs> your 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 status said, Yeah, this movie romanticizes prison.
2: Did it not?
0: Now the way I looked at it is Paddington is a good role model for manners. Okay. Of course, look, you can't have a bear in prison. I mean, <laughs> the thing is far-fetched in the beginning because a bear is talking. But I felt like it was. I, th- I felt like it, it did well. I felt like as far as a role model for young kids on how to have manners and how to, he was he was stopping the robber in the beginning, trying to. I feel like Paddington does his job as far as morals go.
2: Yeah. I guess. My daughter enjoyed it. That's all that matters.
0: So how did you feel about JT's uh, halftime show?
2: I thought it was okay. I don't like his new album at all. Oh, yeah. But I like that he played a lot of this old stuff that I actually enjoy. So <laughs>
0: Nice, nice. So um, I heard the halftime show, he did a little Prince uh, tribute. How did you feel about that?
2: I, I didn't. I felt. um
0: Thought it was just JT doing Prince?
2: yeah like i didn't think any like i i know that they were in minneapolis and that's why they you know they did it that's his hometown oh okay so yeah i don't think he did a bad job i i like the song choice he didn't do like purple rain or something like out of his like vocal range he did I, I like and i will die for you it's like a really fun song like okay kind of, so all
0: right yeah nice. so what we what we got on current events to talk about i think the I think there was a there was a minor shutdown and then it got shut down. The shutdown got shut down for a minute.
2: Yeah, I I'm can't keep up. It's like two. It's we're on a second shutdown, but then it didn't then it last. Didn't it didn't last. So, yeah, I don't know. And then Rob Porter. It's got like sexual assault allegations against him and then Trump kind of. Was like, hey, we should wait for all the evidence. And I know people on Twitter were like, hey, like, didn't we say the same thing about the Central Park Five?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there was the uh, Larry um uh, showdown in court with the father. The father uh, lunged at him.
2: Yeah. I don't Just, know how I felt about that. Like, I, I get
0: why you're upset. I mean, if you got but I, those, those were two of his daughters, right? Three. Three daughters. Yeah. I mean, come on now, if you're a man, you got three daughters that have been you know abused. How I mean. does that happen? How does that happen to three
2: of your children? I don't know, like I'm a parent, and then um, I read Hold a on story. Now.
0: be careful. I know. read
2: a story about an Olympic swimmer, and she was saying that one of her coaches took inappropriate pictures of her, but that he groomed her for three years before finally they got physical, and I was having this discussion with my boyfriend. I was like, yeah, I always have the inappropriate touch-talk with my daughter, but I never have the inappropriate conversation. Mm. Uh, You know, like, what's inappropriate, like, for someone that's not within your age range and that's out of your age range, like, to talk about?
0: I don't know, man. I mean, what you said earlier about how can it happen to three daughters? I mean, I think that's the same as saying um, to the other women, why did it take you this long to come out? Well, they're a bit, like... You got to be be careful on how you say these things. I know, but...
2: I don't know. Like it's, I mean, it's, I, hard. I it, like, it's hard. It's like, it's hard. I get it because it's difficult to be a parent and then like be that type of parent. Like whenever something happens with my daughter, I like, I take her with me. Like when there's like an issue with another kid at her school or a teacher, I make sure she's there. So she knows that she has an advocate. I don't do those type of things behind her back. Okay. So I, I try, I try to build a trust. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing it on purpose. So I know that she can trust me just, and, you know, if something, it doesn't matter what type of trouble you're in. I need you to come to me because mm-hmm. I will help you. But I, I don't know. Like I didn't, I didn't get that type of like, right. like thing with my parents and thank God nothing happened to me. So I don't, I don't know like why it was that they didn't like go to their father.
0: I hear what you're saying. Or I their parents. All right, so here's here's how I think I, I kind of want to do things. I think I want to get my two cents out first because I think your hip hop corner <laughs> ties into our our topic. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just get my two cents in there. Um, I had an early V Day dinner because I'm a hipster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I um I took my girl to uh, Morton Steakhouse in uh, Troy, Michigan. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good, expensive, but pretty good. And um it was funny how I surprised her. I got her a cake with um with Happy V Day on it, because mm-hmm. it's very important to her. When they, uh, <laughs> when they brought the cake to the table, um uh, I don't know why the waiter like lit a candle on it. Cause um my my girl looked up and said, It's not my birthday, miss. What's this? <laughs> and then she looked at the messages and then she felt so embarrassed and it was pretty funny. But um yeah, so two films I watched over the weekend uh was uh Roman J. Israel with Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. And I finally saw downsizing with Matt Damon. Um, Roman J. Israel, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Denzel always gives a great performance. Um, the, the storyline could have been better. It was a great character. You know, he's kinda like this like this introverted lawyer, this introverted liberal lawyer who's like not good with people, but he's good at his job, which you know, being a lawyer, <laughs> fighting for the um the common good, which he kinda um he contradicts himself in his journey on trying to be more successful. It's it's I mean it's a good character driven film but it was just okay.
2: I felt like they tried to put too much into that movie. Like it could have been like a a mini series or something like on TV yeah, maybe. They, I think they, like it was I a thriller. They,
0: it was a drama. It was you know like what was it? It was a lot. It was a lot.
2: But I I felt like they tried to pack too much into the movie. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been it could have been a, a mini series.
0: All right. Well, downsizing was. I mean, I kind of got the same review for that one. I mean, it wasn't a character driven movie, but it was basically if you make yourself like physically smaller, like like almost like 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 ant size, mm-hmm. you become richer. You know, you 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 get more fulfillment of life. And it's like a small community and immigration was involved, too, which was funny. Um, But it was it was OK. I felt like it, it, it had like interesting topics, but it didn't deliver on his commentary of them. You know, like Matt Damon, you know, he's this happy go lucky, nice guy. Nothing really goes good for him. And um, he falls in love with this Vietnamese immigrant. And it, it, it's charming, but it was like at some points it was like, eh, we've seen this before. So there's that. So while Shana's on her phone, Sarah, did you see anything?
1: <laughs> I actually didn't this in a long time. I haven't, like the past two weeks, I haven't really seen anything. Oh, you know what? No, I think I talked about this last time. Planet Earth Two on yeah. Netflix. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know um, a psychological thriller I haven't seen in a long time that I saw was Bug. With oh Ashley yeah, Judd. I saw you
2: posted about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, I love that movie, man. I forgot how much I love that movie. It's very dark, but it's like it's just a great like like um like horror film set in one location because it was based off a play. But all right, uh, I'm gonna move on to hip hop corner. So okay. We're, we're, What you got? I'll let you go first.
2: Um, I think was it last week or the week before uh, the DJ Vlad interview with Ayanna Jackson.
0: Oh yeah. 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 The, the, the Tupac rape accuser.
2: Yeah. Uh, I watched it. Like I read, um, about a couple years ago, I read a book called the FBI war against Tupac and other black leaders Mm -hmm. by John Potash. Really good book. Um, like he talks about like in like in the book it's it's not a long book it's half narrative half receipts okay like, so like he has like trial transcripts mm-hmm. and you know FBI memos and things like that in the book and in the book he talks about the trial where she's basically say, like that's not what that's not the narrative that was in the trial transcripts that that she told DJ Black Okay. She actually said during the trial that Tupac did not rape her.
0: Yeah. And I think she said that in the video. Didn't she really? She said, she said, well, it wasn't him. It was his boys. Yeah. That's what I got from her in, in those tapes. I mean, in, the, in those interviews.
2: Yeah, I don't, but.
0: She said he didn't stop it. Yeah, he didn't stop
2: it. Yeah.
0: Uh,. A lot of it seemed a little muddled, you know what I mean. I can understand twenty something years ago. I can understand that, but it seemed a little and muddled. something
2: traumatic.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's that too. So,
2: you yeah. know, like I don't like I don't want to call the lady a liar just because yeah. I like Tupac. You know,
0: right? Exactly.
2: So, I mean, it may have happened. Yeah, yeah. It 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 was uncomfortable for me to watch. Like I didn't like. Watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: usually when I watch most Val, Vlad interviews I'm watching for somebody to talk shit you know mm-hmm. what I mean but this one I was kind of like man you know this this isn't really something I can get too excited about but I'm intrigued and you know you had a lot of people coming out speaking out about it I don't know exactly what people said but you had Daz Dillinger you had other rappers coming out speaking out in response to the Vlad interview and most people commented saying oh Vlad you know you, you a bitch for this why you uploading this uh, where's the dislike squad at I'm, my my response to that is: If you don't like Vlad, why do you watch it? Why do you watch his? Interviews? I don't watch
2: Vlad. I just <laughs> watched her. like I just watched that particular you know interview. But yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying.
0: What you, uh, you do you think DJ Vlad is a culture vulture?
2: Culture vulture, absolutely.
0: Okay, well give give me give me an example. I mean, uh, uh, give me give me give me your reasoning.
2: Like he he does he contribute or does he take? what does he contribute like he's not i don't i don't believe he's a good journalist
1: like i don't like
2: and what like the questions that he asks is just mainly just people talking like yeah so what happened like and then they you know like he doesn't really guide them
0: well i mean in a way you could say the same thing about charlie rose i mean you know he would he would just ask questions and let the let the subject speak at least from what i saw but he's
2: a journalist
0: (laughs) you said well he was a journalist (laughs) Uh, I I guess I can see your point, but, you know, I mean, I've seen some pretty good interviews where he may have asked general questions, but I could could see him as a vlog journalist digging deep. Like, even with, you know, in his Aries Spears and, you know, crazy Orlando Brown interviews, I could see him trying to dig deep and trying to get something. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. All right, well, makes sense, makes sense. Okay, do, do you hear anything, or...? Uh, The Black Panther soundtrack came out I heard it Did you like it? Yeah, I did like it I did like it Um, Now, now mind you, it's just first listen I'm going off here But like, I remember when I first pre-ordered it And I I heard that song, King's Dead Mm -hmm. And when I first heard it, I was like Oh, what kind of ratchet shit This is a Marvel film Kids are going to see this But then I heard it in conjunction with everything else in the album Is that
2: the song with Future?
0: Yeah Yeah, okay Because I was like, hold up, man This is a Marvel film, ain't it? But I heard it in conjunction with everything else. And it's really a range of emotions. Again, this is my first listen talk. But I, overall, I liked it. I want to know how they're going to fit it in with the film or if they're going to, you know, play them all it's during a, the credits. Uh,
2: it's a, like music like inspired by. Like, well, yeah, I
0: understand that. But sometimes those songs get played in the movie.
2: Yeah, sometimes. Like I can kind of tell which ones they're going to play in and which ones are just on the soundtrack. Kind of, sort of. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. Like it's like one of those things. Like I didn't like the scissors like the Kendrick and Scissors song, like as a standalone track, but it fit in with the flow of the album.
0: I wasn't a big fan of the Kendrick and Travis Scott song. I feel like no. they could have did way better. They could have did way better oh, yeah. together. No, I like the Anderson Pack song. Yeah, yeah, Anderson Pack. You know, and I feel like Kendrick has a presence throughout the album, mm-hmm. even if it's just you know one singular artist like Schoolboy Q. You could still hear Kendrick in the background giving vocals or you know saying you know Black Panther. Yeah. So I heard that. I heard Sky Zoo's In Celebration of Us. Mm-hmm. Sky Zoo is one of those complex lyricists where, like, you can be bumping a song of his for five years, and you won't get a certain line until five years later. you would be like, oh, okay, I get it now. His his lyricism is very dense, and it's just a very complete album about talking about how he turned into the man he is today. I like Sky Zoo, man. I think a lot of people sleep on him, but he's not. I got it. In their defense, he's not that accessible because he really is complex.
2: Yeah, I I'm not an into Skyezo. You tried to get me into him. Yeah, I, yeah, I tried.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I want to talk. I want to touch a little bit on Lil Wayne though before we get into our topic. Um, okay. I heard a l I heard dedication six, and you know the rumors are true. His flow is back. You know he knows how to he knows how to skate on a song again. But it's like I've been through so many pitfalls as a Lil Wayne fan. I just at this point I just kind of shrugged it off. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm glad he's rapping good again. But it's like the stuff is like totally nonsensical now. Mm-hmm. Like the Drop Three is one of the best mixtapes of all time to me. Mm-hmm. But listening to this, it's like okay, he's rapping over other people's beats and he's killing it as usual. But it's like it, it's too late for me. I'm like, eh, I've seen this before. Maybe that's just me being a pessimistic fan. Like I don't even know if I'm. I don't even know if I'm really a fan anymore. But I just, I just, I wasn't that moved by it.
2: Yeah, I didn't listen to dedication. I'm not a little Wayne fan.
0: All right, well, at least tell me this. What you think of the new Prime song, Era? I know you heard I that.
2: haven't listened to it yet. I have to listen to that. Like, I'm holding off until it comes out so I can listen to the whole thing.
0: Okay, so you're like me. You like to stay away from singles. I do too, but sometimes they just come to me. I still haven't heard Bodak Yellow to this day.
2: You're not missing anything. You okay. have heard it. Have you been out anywhere in the world? <laughs> like you I mean, I don't.
0: When I listen to my radio, I listen to news radio. I don't listen to the. You know, my station is my iPod. Like you haven't been out. Like I, like I haven't. I mean, I probably heard it in passing, but I didn't know it was that.
2: Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. I've gone to concerts and uh, seen other artists play it. Yeah. Is she, you can't uh, avoid, but you've I, you've managed to avoid Bodak Yellow.
0: I, I've managed. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm 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 impressed with myself. I couldn't avo- I'm I, impressed. I couldn't invo- I couldn't avoid Bad and Bougie for too long. Somebody was playing at my girl's birthday party at one point, and I just kind of looked. I the TV.
2: liked Bodek Yellow. Uh, But I I played it. I played it out myself, and then it's like it's playing everywhere else. So
0: look, there's a ratchet song I like by um, what's his name? R J. Mister L A. Thank God. Mm -hmm. You know, I played that song out too much. You know that you know. um, You know when you play an album out so much, you love it so much that you you get bored by it. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt about Tribe Called Quest. We got it from here. Yeah, I played that album too much. (laughs) I seriously did. All right. What else was I was gonna say? You know, we right. We'll just, we'll just get into our topic. What's our topic today, Shayna?
2: You said, um, like, what was it? It was.
0: It's the beginning of the end of an era. Uh, compact disc CDs they might be uh might be going extinct. Oh yeah. Best Buy made an announcement that they're gonna stop putting CDs on the shelves. Was
2: it best? It was Best Buy and Target, or was it just Best Buy?
0: I believe it was Target or Walmart as the other store that oh, said okay. it. Oh, okay. But we 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 can't get around this. It it really is the end of an era. And I guess I want to start off with you. What's your most memorable experience of buying a CD? My
2: first CD. Uh, I remember like we had tape players, and then we had a like my dad brought me a CD player, like like a what like a boom box. Right. And my first CD was "Crazy, Sexy, Cool" by TLC.
0: Nice, nice. <laughs> now there's that cherished experience that when you buy a CD, I, I like to go through a process. Of course, I, un, I unwrap the package and I look on the back just look at the track list, but you do that when you buy it. You take the CD out, you try to see if there's any pictures underneath. You know, you look at the CD, you look at the flap, you look at the, um, the shout outs, you look at the linear notes, the lyrics, the messages, the pictures, all of that. Can you really get that from a digital booklet? On iTunes?
2: No, I tried. Uh the first album that I I like purchased digitally that came with a digital booklet was Channel Orange. And I wanted to like look, Physically see look it. at it like yeah. on my computer, but it just
0: It doesn't feel the same. It
2: doesn't feel no, it doesn't.
0: Like I remember I, I got Good Kid Mad City and both Pimp a Butterfly through iTunes and I'm looking at the digital booklet on my computer and I'm like, Yeah, I mean this looks great, but I'd rather hold this and look at this, like, you know, in my hands.
2: Yeah. Uh, But I don't see them completely, like, getting rid of CDs. They didn't completely get rid of of vinyl. vinyl. Yeah.
0: But as far as from a marketing mainstream aspect, you know, most people in this generation don't know what a vinyl is.
2: True.
1: Well... (laughs)
0: Go ahead, Sarah. Vinyls
1: are really making a comeback. Yeah. Like they're selling they um them now at like Best Buy and Target and Barnes and Noble. And I got a record player for Christmas. There's yeah. like they're kinda going bigger now, I guess.
0: Yeah, I bought myself a six and one. It's a um vinyl, C D aux cord, Bluetooth, um AMM, AM, FM, and a cassette player. No, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a Vic I think they call it. Yeah, vinyl is making a comeback and I kind of It's
1: it's something about the sound. It's it does sound different. Yeah. It's not, it has a better sound to it.
0: It definitely does sound different. And, and you know, to be honest, CD's too CD's do too. Like when I first got my car, I had the factory radio. I got a 2004 car, so there was no aux cord. So I'm riding in the car and I'm listening to um one CD. The sound is perfect. But, you know, if I got to listen to something else, I can't use my aux cord because I don't have an aux cord. So I got I had. I tried the AM-FM transmitter thing, mm-hmm. but that was just too much static. Mm-hmm. So finally I just got a new radio from, um, you know, from, you know, from a custom shop. And the aux cord made a whole lot of difference. And I haven't – I've listened to a CD here and there, but not really because, you know, I, I, I guess it gets a funny when I listen to music. I want to listen to this, then I want to listen to that from a whole other album. Then I want to listen to this artist.
2: Do you think that that's because of – our like our access to mass amount of I definitely music believe while so. we have musical ADD, where I was like, oh man, I'm I'm listening to Monica's first album now. Now I got to listen to Brandy, right? Now I got to listen to such a such, like.
0: Listen, I didn't grow up in the era where all you were stuck with was a cassette or a CD. You know, like my mom. I I I grew up in the era where the iPod first started. Yeah, and you know, I just learned. Wait, I can go from Fifty Cent to Stevie Wonder to. Evanescence to rage against the machine. I can do this. you know I, I learned about it the same time my mom learned about the iPod. I mean, MP3 players were out, yeah, but the, the iPod had a much better way of you know going through your list of music. so growing up in that generation, it just it just made a whole difference for me and I kind of put off CDs for a while until you know I gained a um, new respect for them. I got like two memorable experiences. I mean, one of them is from high school where I was getting into hip-hop seriously. And all I knew, Outkast. All I knew about Outkast was, um, you know, Miss Jackson, Hey Ya, and The Way You Move. Mm-hmm. And I was like, All right, those are good songs. That's all I really need to know about them. Like Nelly, all I knew was, you know, uh, Ride With Me, Country Grammar, and Hiding Here. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, No, nah, man, you need to listen to Outkast whole albums. I'm like, listen to a whole album is boring. <laughs> That's what I said back then. I said, Listen to a whole album is boring. So I finally bought, because they were on sale, the first four Outcast CDs, Southern Playalistic, AT Aliens, Stakeonia, my favorite album of all time. And, um... Aquamanite? No, no is my favorite album of all time. Yeah, and Stankonia. But when I got to the AT Aliens and I looked in the booklet, they created a comic book yeah. for that album. And I was like, man, you can't really get this from a digital booklet. No. So... I, I say all that just to say there is a bit of nostalgia where we're, we're talking from here but at the end of the day we can't ignore the pros.
2: The pros. The pros of, of it all.
0: Everything's digital now.
2: Yeah. And it's also it's, it's cheaper to access music now but then it's now also more expensive to go to concerts because artists aren't making that much money off streaming.
0: Yeah. But the way you look at it is like with these headphones that are like all encompassing like these I got on my head, it feels like you're in the recording studio with them. So some people, you know, you feel like, well, I don't really have to see them live. The music's loud enough. True. That's how I feel. It's like sometimes when I'm in the car and I'm switching CDs before I have my new radio, it was tedious, man. I was driving and I was like, well, I'm done with Crit was Here. I want to listen to Return of Forever. I had to like try to maneuver with my one hand while driving. I'm like, man, there's a better way to do this, man. This is 2016. I shouldn't have to do this.
2: But yeah, but that, but to me, that you, the artist had to make a better body of work. Like, if you had a, a good body of work, then I'm not taking your CD out and Crit, putting another CD in. Listen,
0: Quit Was Here was a good album, but personally, like I said, I'm schizophrenic. I like <laughs> to listen to one song to listen to another one from another album. Let me, let's switch gears here. Sarah, do you have a memorable experience from like purchasing a compact disc?
1: <laughs> I remember when they. For a while they used to come with like posters in them. Do you remember that? Yeah. That was always Still my do. favorite thing. Do they really? Yeah. I haven't bought a CD in a long time. But it's like most cars don't come with like CD players anymore. That's the other thing. They cost extra now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they cost extra.
0: I always I always look at like I feel like a CD to me sounds better than the aux cord, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to, you know, we got it from here on CD. Now let's do it on aux cord. They're both loud, but the CD had more bass to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the CD was more had more pitch. So, what was the last CD you bought? I think the last CD I bought, um, I think it was between, I think, I think it was we got it from here. Okay. I honestly think that was the last CD I bought. I mean, if, if you're counting like old throwbacks too, I bought um, Erica Badu's. I don't know if it's called Mama's Gun, but, oh, but it was her second I album. I
2: love that album so much. <laughs> it's my favorite, like Erica Badu album.
0: It was that and Brown Sugar by D'Angelo.
2: Okay, that's a really good album.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know it was good. I like Deangelo, um, but I think those were the last two I bought on CD, like just in general.
2: That was like I have a good memory from that. I remember my mom bought it for me for Valentine's Day. She put oh, it. Nice. She put the CD in a car. So like when she handed me the envelope, it was kind of bulky. <laughs> and so when I put pulled the card out and opened it, D'Angelo CD was inside.
0: She <laughs> so knew you were a fan, or yeah,
2: nice, and she nice. worked by a used uh, a a a store that sold like used vinyl and uh, CDs. So she knew I liked the artists. Like, I would record, like, songs off the radio and hear me. And she'd be like, oh, who is that? So she'll go on her lunch break every now and then. And if they had it used, she would buy it for me. Nice, so, of course nice. it was cheaper.
0: Yeah, you know, I remember, just to take it back even further, I remember, you know, I used to cherish holding a new VHS. hmm You know, like, I remember the Rugrats movie. I My mom didn't get a chance to take me to go see it, so I missed out. So one day she was like, "Hey, let's watch a goofy movie." I'm like, "I've seen that a thousand times." She's like, "Come on, let's just watch it." So we watched the movie, and um, I didn't see the Disney logo; I saw Nickelodeon. I said, "Ma, you put in the wrong movie." And then she, <laughs> and then she, um, she was she was sitting on it, but she pulled out like this like crumpled VHS box of the Rugrats movie, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, and I was freaking out. And then the Rugrats movie came on, but you know, I remember just the other day I went downstairs because my mom has a DVD VCR thing. And I put in Tarzan, I remember they used to have the Disney, uh, Christina Milian was, was 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 young and she was mm-hmm. in the cast, like the Geek Surfers mm-hmm. or something, they go on the set of the movie and it was like, man, this is nostalgia for you.
2: Yeah. Like, I don't have that. Like, I bought my daughter Moana the, the DVD. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, she's going to love this. I'm like, oh, look, I got you Moana. She's like, Mommy, it's on Netflix. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Like we saw it at the movies already. I thought she would be excited to have her own copy of it, but it was already on that one.
1: That one. That one went on Netflix really quick. Yes, like literally right out. Because I bought it as soon as it came out on DVD, and I want to say like two weeks after it was on Netflix.
0: I and I had no idea. We'll see that. <laughs> we'll see. There's the thing, though. There's a reason she bought it on DVD. You, I mean, you, you kind of want to be in. You want. You want the whole yeah, immersive I experience, right? You features, want the special features, and I wanted
1: to like hold it. You know, because DVDs look so nice and clean, and they're sleek looking, and I have a little collection.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, like you know, Netflix is great, but you know, that's just the movie itself. That's just the the what series itself. What if my itself. internet
1: goes down? Like that right, happens. Exactly. Like.
0: I buy Blu-rays for movies I love, like mm-hmm. Get Out. You know, there is a time where um the internet could be down. I want I might want to watch Get Out. I or the put... cable.
1: Like what exactly. if you, what if you go on vacation or something? Like I usually bring a DVD with me when I go on vacation cuz most hotels will have like something.
0: Right. Or there's still portable DVD players out.
2: Yeah.
1: Or bring your laptop. Actually, my laptop came with uh my new one came without a CD thing
0: they're taking that out too
1: Dude, I kinda, oh wow <laughs> what, you got a Mac
0: or, or Windows? I have a Mac okay it's,
1: yeah. yeah it's one of the ones that came out last year
0: yeah it's like it, it, and I don't mean to like get too far into technology talk but I remember when I got my first iPhone I mean got my new iPhone recently um I had a 6 so I just wanted to upgrade to a 7 I just wanted more space and you know the guy uh, selling it to me is like oh you know we got 10s I was like uh you know I just need the 7 I just need more space <laughs> And he says, well, you know, the 10 has this and this and that. And I was like, all right, that looks like the same amount of space, though. Can I just get the (laughs) 7? And he looked at me like I was an alien just because I didn't want to get the bigger, uh, bigger, baddest, and fresher thing. And I was like, no, man, I just want just more space. That's it. And I kind of got mad because they took out the aux cord. Now all they got now is just the one little jack. You got to get an adapter just to plug the aux cord in.
1: The nice thing about that, though, is I dropped mine in the bathtub And it didn't get, like, I didn't have to put it in rice because there wasn't an ox cord. Yeah. So it protects it from water damage, which is cool. But it sucks because you have to, like, when you're in the car, you can't play your music and charge your phone at the same time.
0: But I understand. And I understand the the whole singular vision of it. But I'm just saying, you know, with, with time, things you cherish, they start to change.
2: Yeah. I still have. I have the six plus. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to upgrade But I was running out of space You know, I listened to a lot of music
2: I just take it off and listen to it on the cloud <laughs> Like, I, Doesn't
0: it cost to have the cloud?
2: It does It's 99 cents a month
0: Oh, okay, that sounds cool <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about this Because I want to uh, I think there was a change in hip-hop at one point Where it was the Mama I Made It generation Like, I feel like there were a lot of songs like Kendrick Lamar's, you, you could argue Compton, uh, Drake's uh, Look What You've Done, J. Cole's, um, Dollar and a Dream," Well, basically all of J. Cole's songs mm-hmm. on Sideline Story mm-hmm. where rappers became more self-aware that they were making it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you listen to an Illmatic or Reasonable Doubt or um, – or even an outcast album. They weren't. They. They. I mean, I'm sure behind the scenes they were self aware. Hey, man, we finally made it. We got a. We got a good paying job here with this music thing. But they were out to just make music. Like, like I feel like, 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 the, like the rappers of this generation are too self aware. Like, oh, I'm popping now. I'm making it. And you could argue like even with Nelly's, um, let me in now. Let me in you know now. That country Rhyme? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he, he was a little self aware in that rhyme, but that wasn't the whole song. Yeah. I feel like that's strange to me.
2: There's also a shift in the amount of money that artists were making. Like, OutKast wasn't making a lot of money back then. That's true. So, you know, that's why the hunger, like, you can hear it and still
0: feel the hunger three albums in. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can hear the hunger through J. Cole and Kendrick and Drake and all of them, and even Wale. But it was like I, there was still a self-awareness there
2: mm-hmm.
0: that, you know, even though I may not be getting paid as much as I would, as much as the the most paid artist is, but I'm still getting paid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, that was kind of like it, it, there was a shift. There was more awareness there that that kind of felt a little strange to me.
1: It's so much easier to monetize yourself now, too, though. I mean, like they're not just making money off their music; they're making money off their Instagrams every time they post on Twitter. You know, there's the paparazzi has so much more access now. So anytime they're photographed wearing someone's shoes or someone's coat, or you know, I mean, it's really easy to you can monetize your entire life. So I think newer artists have an easier way of making money.
0: That is true. I guess I guess where I was coming from is that um. I think hip-hop is becoming a little too self-reflexive. Like, what do you mean? Well, when I say self-reflexive, I don't mean of the community or society, but I mean of the artist himself. Mm-hmm. Like, like telling us, like, how much you're making, I mean, yes, all, all rappers are braggadocious to a point, but it's like, it comes to a point where it's almost like... Oh, you're
1: like,
2: saying it shifted, it kind of shifted from I'm better than you as far as well not I'm because better. my skills are better to now I'm better than you because I have more money.
0: Well, not I'm better than you, but it's that um, it's, it's like you're on the track saying I'm rapping to you and I'm showing you my skills. But damn, I made it and I can't even believe it. And I'm like, yeah, but keep that to yourself. Like, you know, like I wouldn't mind hearing that in a song, but it's almost like rappers are becoming a little too self-aware and are too kind of lost in their popularity. Like, I feel like all these rappers I named changed. And Mm -hmm. finally started to make music where they weren't talking about how much they made. Or if they did, they said it in like a cold or clever way and not more of a I'm astonished by how much I'm making now kind of way. You know, like I don't think Lil Wayne, he always bragged about what he had, but he never had like a, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, There's a Wiz Khalifa song I used to like. um, Well, I still like it. um, I think it's called Guilty Conscious. Where he's like smoking, he's like, damn, I'm rich as fuck. he's just that's all that that's all he said in the beginning he just keeps saying it and then he just comes in with the hook and i'm like do i really need to hear that Mm -hmm. i don't know am i making sense here i just think the (laughs) self-awareness throws me off a little bit
2: uh i mean like some of it is self-awareness and some of it is lies (laughs) like nelly raps about money but he owes irs like so like is it self-awareness or are they like trying to portray an image?
0: Yeah, I believe it's. I believe it's all of that. I believe it's self awareness and trying to portray an image.
2: So you know, I don't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know another another memorable compact disc experience I had was buying because the internet. Mm-hmm. And I I read the screenplay beforehand because that's like an innovative uh, release in itself. He had a screenplay. He had the album. Yeah, some videos on YouTube. When I when I bought the album it, it had like a flap that was like it had like drawings that were um I don't know how to say this word, kaleidoscopic, kaleidoscopic. You you know what I'm saying? Kaleidoscopic. kaleidoscopic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the word. But like
1: a kaleidoscope.
0: Kaleidoscope, kaleidoscopic. kaleidoscopic. You know what I'm saying. So it was just like it was just innovative, and you know, in the end, it had the CD and the credits, and that was it. But it was just the whole design of it that said, "Man, looking back on that, I'm gonna miss that." Mm-hmm. You know.
2: I remember um, when I bought I bought Christina Aguilera's double disc, and then I back to basics. Yeah, back called? to basics. Oh, okay. And I, I, know how I know pulled that. the book out and I was looking through the book and I said, wow, like they invested a lot of money into time and time. in the But like some of the pages were glossy. Nice. Like some of them were like regular pages, took a lot of pretty pictures, had lyrics. And I was like, wow, like they really because it It was like what, like, like 2005, 2006 that album came out. I believe so. So I was still buying CDs and some CDs it was just the cover is like two pages. You just open it and then it's just over with. Yeah. But it, but the Christina Aguilera, like the double album, was like a book. Her album before that was a book too. It's like black and white, like mm-hmm. silver. Like it, she took, it's like she took a lot of time into that. Like like a, it was like an art.
0: Like I contemplated um, buying Malibu on CD rather than digital, mm-hmm. but it was like. If I buy it on CD, it'll just be one open flap. The DigiPack, it be mm-hmm. one open flap. It'll be just the credits and the CD, and that's it. And I'm like, well, I, I'd rather just get it digital because yeah. that, that's not really worth it. I want to have pages. I want to have stuff that I read. And I, I, you talked about the Christina Aguilera. There was something I wanted to tag on to that, but I guess I kind of forgot.
2: <laughs> yeah. So... um. But, like, the last place I bought, I bought, the last time I bought CDs, it was Lemonade. It was three. I bought Lupe Fiasco, Prime, and J. Cole's album. And I didn't even buy them from the store. I got them all off Amazon. I didn't even go into the store to buy them.
0: I like still going into the store, though.
2: So I can't even recall the last time I actually went into a store and purchased a, a CD.
0: I got that Erica Badu and D'Angelo album from Fye, and I got this um this artist that used to be uh he used to be very popular. Um, he had a great first album. Uh, Terrence Trent D'Arby, Terrence Trent Darby, Trent, Trent Darby, <laughs> Trent Darby. <laughs> yeah. And that album was fantastic. Yes, the first album, the Hard Line, according to uh, then his name. That that was a treat. That's a really good album. I was uh, on Twitter the other day, and they were talking about him,
2: and they like pulled up an old interview. that He was saying that he think that Michael Jackson and Prince sabotaged his career.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think he was in competition with them, but um, you know, he's been kind of elusive ever since then. You know, he's been a uh, kind of just um.
2: But I it, is a really good
0: album. It is. It, it is a very good album. So I was going to say lemonade. You know, I'm not really a Beyoncé fan, but I bought that album cuz I loved the movie I saw on HBO. Mm-hmm. And when I opened that up, that was kind of innovative. You know, they had the pictures from each uh segment of the movie. You know, they had the the movie at the bottom of the disc. You had the CD at the top and I was like, I like this. I like this packaging they're giving me here.
2: I um the last physical Beyoncé CD I purchased was I Am Sasha Fierce. Okay. And then the one after that was beyonce, but like you weren't really rewarded for getting a physical copy of that because that when you bought a digital copy off iTunes, you got the it's the, the videos, video that went with right. every song, yeah so i i did i purchased lemonade uh the digital way as well,
0: and that's the that's the pros you know digital seems to come with a lot more than the physical,
2: yeah sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and it came with the whole the whole movie. The, yeah. yeah, with lemonade.
0: How much time we got left, Sarah? Uh,
1: about twenty minutes.
0: About twenty minutes. All right. Uh, well, I kind of want to give a preview of what we're gonna be talking about next week, um, folks. This is the most anticipated black film since Dreamgirls, <laughs> Argu- <laughs> arguably since Color Purple. Uh, we 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 gonna be talking about Black Panther.
2: Uh-huh. I can't, I really, like the hype has just made me jaded about the movie. I can't wait till it's over. I can't wait to see. I don't (laughs) think
0: you can fail. I mean, Ryan Coogler is a very great director. I've seen what he did with um, Creed and Fruitvale Station. I think it's in good hands with him behind this camera. And um, don't they got my man co-writing it, Tanishi Coates? (laughs) Tana Hasekota. Tana Well, I, I, I'm not sure, but I think they're they're basing he, it off. He this. wrote.
2: Uh, he wrote a few comics for like a recent Black Panther issues before they discontinued it. Okay. But yeah.
1: Did you guys see the costume design? Oh, yes. it's fantastic! It looks great. See, fantastic
0: that's why i'm thinking when we do this can we talk uh outing we're gonna uh, for, for all y'all listening we're gonna see it first and then we're gonna come straight here and talk about black panther and just the history of the black superhero i think we should go in some kind of african garb no maybe not all over <laughs> listen, you know, no listen maybe not no. all over but i think we should wear some things I, i'm not participating in that it'd be awesome so when we walk up to the ticket kiosks and they say what you here to see we just give them that look like, what do we look like we here to see? Jesus. <laughs> I really think we should do this, man. I, but.
2: I, I, um, I'm just, I'm over the hype.
0: Okay. Well, like you know the it's whole hype, thing.
2: No, I just, I'm just over the whole thing. Like. The whole we, we've we overcame because of Black Panther narrative that I've been seeing well, online. No, I don't
0: think we overcame it. I don't think we overcame anything, I <laughs> like, we overcame like... anything but I think <laughs> it's going to be a great fucking movie. Like, people are, like, writing, like, op-eds. Like, this is why representation is
2: important and things well, like that. you know we do like... this, though.
0: We show out when something important of ours comes out. All right, go ahead. All right?
2: Well, I watched Altered, Car- Altered Carbon, and there were two... Bad ass black women like in the whole like the whole show, like they like killed it and no I nobody's talking about it.
0: They said every episode has an orgy.
2: <laughs> there is a lot of nudity on Arts of Carbon. Yesterday. I wanna I want, I want,
0: I want, I want read the book first before I watch it though.
2: Yeah, I probably I'm interested in the book now because I wanna see kind of where the next season is going. But yeah, like they're like they're like badass. All right, that's cool.
0: There's badass black women in this movie.
2: <laughs> well, of course, of course, of and course. and there was one in Blade, the first one.
0: Of course, so let's. I mean, we well, we're, we're gonna talk about that next week. But I really think this is like one of the most anticipated black films, like 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 in a long time, because I they don't come that often. I remember when I saw Madea's Family Reunion. I mean, we showed up and showed out to that movie, and it was a good movie. Even to this day, I really like it. It's a lot of different things. A melodrama, a drama, a comedy. You know, Tyler Perry's writing wasn't as focused back then, but it was a good movie for what I saw. And we we came in droves to that and diary of a mad black woman. Black black woman. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, when I went to see Dream Girls at Star Southfield, the line was outside the door.
2: Um, we when had, I, uh, I got interesting story about Dream Girls. Dang, had, what is her name? I have we, to look up her name. We had
0: to go see a theater in uh, Farmington Hills near Target because it was that sold out at Star Southfield, and I think Black Panther has the same. We pre-ordered tickets, Shayna. I think it has the same effect. Yeah,
2: they said it's like breaking. Um, it it's like already broke uh, records. While or Shana, pre-orders,
0: while Shayna's on her phone, I want to ask you. Um. I mean, you know the whole episode we're going to be talking about it. Do you plan to see it before that Sunday? You <laughs> yeah, I guess
1: I have to now. <laughs> I'm a, I am love superhero movies, and I love the DC Marvel universe. And well, who universes. are you?
0: you? You Marvel or you DC? Uh,
1: you know what? I do like DC better, but <laughs> okay. I think it's going to be a good movie.
0: We can still be friends.
1: Um, <laughs> no, I had to look up her name when I went to see Dreamgirls.
2: I had went out to a theater in Canton, and I was behind the lady. I can't pronounce her name, but she plays a lieutenant on Law & Order.
0: Ah, you got me Van on that Van Buren. One.
2: She plays Lieutenant Van Buren. I
0: don't watch that show. But like I, I, sat, I know if I saw her. Yeah, I, I her, sat I
2: right behind her. I didn't know it was her. I'm like, is that her? Because she has locks under her wig. Right. So she didn't have her wig on.
0: Oh, that's S. Epitha Markinson. Yes, see some Lackawanna Blues. I love yeah. that movie.
2: Yeah, I sat right behind her, so she was like, "Oh yeah, gone girl, same girl." Like <laughs>
0: that's nice, movie. man. That's sweet. I-, I-, I bet she is a cool lady. Yeah. Did you, did you talk to her? No. Did you try to say, uh, I, I guess starstruck. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> hey, I'm a fan. You know, like you can. And say I
2: wasn't, but I love One Order.
0: But yeah. <laughs> that's dope, man. That's dope that you met her. Yeah, man, I mean, like, the way I look at it, and I'm going to touch on Marvel and DC for a second. I look at it like this, man. You know, Marvel has the best live-action films, but the worst cartoons. DC, <laughs> DC doesn't have the best live-action films. We're excluding Chris Nolan Batman films. But they got the best cartoons, the best animated yeah. films.
1: I would agree with that.
0: That's what I look at it as. I mean, you know, Wonder Woman was good. But, I mean, like, compared to everything else, I mean, I just wasn't that moved.
2: Yeah, so I actually saw Wonder
1: Woman last night. What would you think of it? I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I thought it there was... are some parts I didn't care for, but I thought overall it was. I love the costume. I love costume designs in yes. movies, and the costume designing for Wonder Woman was fantastic. And so was the set design. Yes,
2: I agree.
0: Did you know Sarah was a cosplay model? <laughs> no, <laughs> are you?
1: Yeah, I cosplay. Oh wow! Yeah. I, so thought... I really like costumes. Yeah,
2: that's that's awesome. I'll I be like, I get into it a little bit, but not really.
0: There's a lot of meticulous the de- de- design and patience into that, yeah. isn't it?
1: I'll be interested to see cosplays from Black Panther just because their designs are so, the costume designs that I've seen are really like very beaded yes. and right. very intricate. But I know we'll see a lot of that in the cosplay community.
0: Very nice, man. Like, I, you know, my friend, he did cosplay for Logan. You know, he had his hair all up. He wore the, uh, you know, the limo suit. You know, he had his girlfriend dressing like the little girl with her hair all down. It was like, man, this is charming in a strange way. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, what, what do you what do you like better, Marvel or DC, Shayna?
2: I like Marvel.
0: I feel like Marvel. They 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 have the action. They have the suspense and the thrills. But I feel like it's more lighthearted a little bit. Not I feel, I feel like
1: DC it. is darker. It's, and I think yeah. that that might be why I like it. Just like the Batman series. I didn't like the newer Batman movie, but like the ones from Chris early Yeah, like Chris Nolan. Yeah. Are yeah. oh, you talking
0: about uh, Tim Burton too? Well, that was like before it became Marvel and DC. That was just regular Batman.
1: I mean, the Batman series up until like recent I've liked. Mm-hmm.
0: So Chris Nolan. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like you know Chris Nolan kind of ruined it for them. I mean, he's a great storyteller himself, but he knows how to tell that kind of story. You know, I feel like Zack Snyder is great, but when you brought him in in the right as well, instead of just directing, that's when things kind of took a bad turn. I think Josh Whedon was the best thing to happen to Marvel. I think he uh, he set the groundwork with the Avengers, and they just they just took it from then on. I feel like Marvel is more lighthearted, whereas DC is more dark, like you said, but it's like. It's di- you gotta remember it's Disney too you can't go too dark with Marvel I mean even Deadpool is explicit but you know then again you still have a little bit of a lightheartedness there I mean that's Fox but still
1: Disney owns pieces of all of those companies well, n- now, <laughs> so,
0: like, <laughs> well now they do now yeah, they do yeah because of the recent deal because most people feared that Deadpool 2 was not happen because Disney like completely bought out Marvel and mm-hmm. was it Fox?
1: yeah they bought Fox, Fox. they own yeah. Fox now
0: which is crazy. I'm looking forward <laughs> to that
1: But they also own, like, not a lot of people know that, like, Disney owns Universal Studios. They own ABC. They yeah. own... Oh, yeah, they
0: got the ABC. I mean... ESPN, like, yeah. all that.
1: So, like, anything that's, like, seems like it's a competitor of Disney, it's Disney probably owns a share of that company. <laughs> they really have a monopoly on the whole a- entertainment industry.
0: It's a wonderful world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was I about to say? I'm looking forward to Deadpool 2. What about you, Shayna? Did you like the first one?
2: Yeah, I like I didn't see it in the movies. Like, but I watched it when it by the time it made it to TV. I, wish I liked I, it. it. I wish I would have like, took a date It's to like see Ryan. That movie. it's like I don't like Ryan Reynolds, but it's like Ryan like it's so Ryan Reynolds like Deadpool.
0: I think we could talk about this for the remainder, man. Ryan Reynolds, I feel like in the, in the right role, he he shines like, like
1: Deadpool. I feel like well, Deadpool, Deadpool wasn't a lot of acting for him.
0: That, no, yeah, <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah, I mean he he is that guy. But I mean, like if you look at a film like Waiting or maybe The Proposal, I feel like he does well. You know what I mean? I feel like he 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 does the job. Like, have you seen Waiting? we like we're like there the are waiters in that restaurant. No, Anna I Ferris is in it. You have you no. haven't. I feel like he does a great job in that one. I feel like that was a Ryan Reynolds film. Whereas something like Van Wilder, I'm like, eh, this is a frat movie, but you 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 ain't adding anything new to Animal House. I
2: can't remember the name of that movie, but it's the movie where he's talking to his daughter about the women, and he, she's got trying to figure out which one is her mom. I can't remember. The I name know what of movie you're
0: talking about, but I I for, I forgot which one it was. I
2: thought he did good in that movie. But I only saw it once.
0: There was a film called Just Friends with him and Amy Smart. That was slapstick comedy, but they had him in like this fat suit as, as when he was a fat kid, and he's singing like this this old song. I swear, the R and B song,
2: All by All for One. Yeah. yeah,
0: that scene is hilarious, and I feel like he does the scene so good. I like Ryan Reynolds in the right role, man. I think I think you got to find something good for him. All right, so we got ten minutes. What do you what do you what are your final thoughts, Shana?
2: Um. Well back to the topic. Um I I don't think that uh even though like the stores are not gonna sell them like main like outlets are not gonna sell them anymore, I don't think that CDs are gonna completely like die. I I think they're still gonna make them. I won't be buying them. <laughs> but I think they're still gonna make them.
0: I believe it comes down to bang for your buck, man. If I if if if, if I'm Asked if I want to buy a CD with my digital copy, I'm gonna to check to see if that CD is gonna have, you know, a plentiful amount of credits, linear notes, uh pictures, hell, something, except me just opening the flap and seeing credits in the CD and that's it. I don't like digipacks because mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of pointless. Yeah. I mean they're good for independent artists, but I feel like for mainstream artists, like if I if if the pimple butterfly was in a digipack, I'd be a little mad. That something this great was in something like this. You know what I mean? That Interscope put all this money into something like this. So I feel like y- you got to get bang for your buck. That's my final thought on this. I believe that CDs are valuable, but you got to have the right kind of packaging. Yeah, all right, y'all. We, we'll see you next Sunday for the Black Panther talk. I mean, I think I might be the only one in here with something on. With a koofy on. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I might not wear nothing. I might just be talking shit, but I'll think about it.